0: Welcome to the Creating Her podcast.
1: We're your hosts, Taylor and Isabel, and we're diving deep into cultivating the next level version of you.
0: This is for the girl with big ambitions who is ready to take action to develop a healthy lifestyle, unstoppable mindset, and unapologetic confidence.
1: Join us as we explore all things health, wellness, mindset, and creating your highest level self.
0: Hello, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Monday.
1: We're so happy to be here right now and so excited for today's episode because it is called A Busy Girl's Guide to Wellness. And I feel like this is just going to be so relevant. I think that honestly, so many people who listen to this podcast are probably so busy. I think that we have just been through, well, Taylor's still kind of in. My uni, <laughs> she's <laughs> We're laughing. We're still in it. Yeah, <laughs> My uni has pretty much finished. So I'm entering a period of my life that's going to be a little bit less busy. Taylor's still midst uni, midst everything. So she is experiencing very busy vibes. So I feel like it's very relevant timing for us. And then, you know, obviously most people, you either work, whether you're a parent, whether you're at home, whether you're at school, whether like whatever you're doing, whether you're studying, I know that a lot of the people in life nowadays are just very busy and I feel like we need tactics on how to live well and how to experience being the best version of yourself while still being busy and how to kind of have both.
0: Yeah, and I think when there is so much going on in the world at the moment and like in everyone's life, like it can get really overwhelming trying to just fit everything in. Like you have all these goals that you want to get towards. You have all these habits that you want to do to stay healthy. Like there's just a lot to think about. So hopefully this can kind of just take one thing off your plate to actually just simplify it for you, help you out with your wellness. um, And then from there, you can kind of, Find everything a little bit more manageable for yourself.
1: Completely. I love that so, so much. So the recommendations for today, you can start because you
0: always start. I always start. Do I? Yeah. I feel like I do. Okay. <sighs> yeah we'll see no <laughs> okay my recommendation for today is electric blankets oh um, coming into winter yes it's been getting like very cold at night in Melbourne at the moment like well, I really felt it
1: we literally have my heater raging yeah. right now
0: sorry if you it's can hear so it guys cold. it's a non-negotiable yeah <laughs> <laughs> it really is but honestly like there's nothing better than just getting into bed having it warm already like waking up I mean I turn it off overnight because otherwise I get way too hot but just yeah. like Makes it so much easier getting to bed. It really is.
1: My boyfriend used to have an electric blanket and it was actually incredible, but I don't know what happened to it. I think he got rid of it when he because he upsized his bed. Mm. But honestly, oh my God, electric blankets actually... I might get one for myself. You should. I and mean, every week... They're even that expensive. No, they're not that expensive. I think you just get it from Big W or Kmart, Kmart. or something. It's yeah. really cheap. Yeah, oh love that. Oh my God,
0: who goes to Big W anymore?
1: Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> Kmart, come on. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I haven't said anything. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my recommendation for this week... Okay, I tried this last night and it was actually so good. So obviously I... I'm on a little bit of a health kick at the moment trying to get my skin good. Obviously, sugar is very bad for your skin. So I was thinking to myself, what can I have that is good for my skin? And then I just thought of this. I, I don't know. I saw the recipe I just got. So simple. But basically, frozen mango and coconut cream mixed Um, together and it's a sorbet kind of consistency
0: that sounds like the um like the weiss bars the vice oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so good it
1: is so good and genuinely i wanted more i literally made so much last night and i wanted more it was so good because coconut cream is so i mean it's called cream but it's so creamy so, what it's i know it's crazy um it's so creamy and it just adds the best and i feel like if you added frozen banana as well it would help with the sweetness but it was so good it's like a mango creamy sorbet obviously completely whole fruits, and it's just fruit so you're not overloading your body with bad sugars
0: you're really being like creative with your recipes at the moment i'm actually loving it
1: i know thank you i feel like i've been sharing it a lot of my stories because yeah. my meals have just looked good and i've honestly just wanted to share them that's so fun i know i love, know, it. I I love it. it okay um what's your creating her okay my creating her it's happening tonight it hasn't happened yet but that's, that's fine, fine. It still it um i just can't use it next week <laughs> yeah true um i'm visiting the breath house the breath Yay. house, the famous breath house. So, fun fact: this is Alla Pike. I've talked about her a thousand times. The breath boss on Instagram. She She's, Isabel's basically just her disciple at this point. Yeah, basically. Um, but she essentially has just created with ex football player Nathan Freeman. They're like business partners, and they have just created the Australia's first fully dedicated breathwork studio. It looks so amazing. It looks so good. I literally can't wait. I'm going there with my cousin and I'm so happy. I think she listens to the podcast. So if she's listening, love that. But (laughs) one of my cousins is very interested. Like she's not in the space. She has another job, but she's so interested in all things that I'm interested in. Like very interested in her wellness, her fitness, her breathwork, all that. And she used to live in the country, but she moved to Melbourne. And it just works so well because... I just bring her along to everything I want to do. That's so fun. And we both are so excited for tonight. So I will report back next week on how it is. But I love that they've just fully trailblazed and created the first ever fully dedicated breathwork studio
0: it's so cool when you see people and they just like do something completely like out of the norm and it turns out like incredible
1: I love it and I feel like it is so popular and everybody is going off about it so I cannot wait to go to that that's my creating her it's probably (laughs) half an hour from my house so it's a bit of a drive but I
0: cannot wait What about you? What's yours? Um, Mine's very fitting for this episode. Um, It's actually just kind of going back to basics. This past week, I've just been a bit, of a lower mood, like a bit unmotivated, um, just not really feeling as good as I normally do. Yeah. Like I haven't been motiva- motivated to go to the gym and I'm pretty much always like looking forward to going to the gym. I was
1: going to say that is so unlike you. Yeah. You are always loving
0: the gym, always so, yeah, so yeah. ready to go. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And like my skin hasn't been great this week. Like my right. mood's just been down. Really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully it's just a phase. <laughs>
1: no, but it, it's good to know because you are probably the one person that, does have a really high level of motivation a lot of the time. And I feel like it's nice for people to know that genuinely every single person goes through low spurts Mm. and where they feel down where they don't feel as good like it is so normal and I feel like especially you going through it is really proving to that because you're always so motivated
0: absolutely like I don't think anyone can ever be motivated all the time no and like I feel like I have a pretty high baseline level of like drive and like determination and motivation but like it does dip down and I think the biggest thing for me this week has actually just been working out what like the minimum that I need to do like what are my non-negotiables which really does link back to today's episode but it's like I've still been going to the gym like I've still been just doing the basics that kind of I know will keep me feeling good even though I'm not in as good of a state yeah um but really just which which is literally
1: our um going back to our right episode yeah yeah which is so interesting we literally
0: it was helping you guys get out of a rut and now I'm like almost in on myself. Those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm using them.
1: I'm using them. So yeah, I love that. If you haven't listened to that episode and you are feeling a bit down, go and listen to our getting out of a rut episode because it does have a lot of help, helpful tips. I loved it too. Mm. Um, but let's get into the episode. So basically, Busy Girl's Guide to Wellness. I kind of am obsessed with this title. I feel like the things that we're going to be talking about today are so relevant to every single person. They are basic, but they're also not. And I think it can be either actually implementing these basic things. Maybe you've fallen out of touch with them, or maybe you just need to actually learn to prioritize them again. Because I think we all kind of know the basics of wellness. You know, we know our basics, our sleep, our nutrition, our et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But I think that sometimes we kind of forget because life's really busy and that's, I mean, obviously, the basis of this episode, life is so busy. And I think that even Taylor and I, sometimes you just kind of neglect one of the really foundational habits that really you shouldn't be neglecting at all. And that will make such a big difference to how you're experiencing life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like, if you like, even if you already feel like you have these things down pat, I feel like there's always things that you can do to kind of just step it up a level. Like if you do feel really comfortable with where you are at the moment, with all your habits, everything like that look at where you can actually slightly elevate a few of these areas. And then the next time that you're feeling down, like you're actually gonna have this higher like baseline kind of level. So I think whether you're just starting to try and implement some more wellness habits or you actually are ready to level up and take it to the next stage, these will just be really good reminders of like the foundational pillars of wellness that we all need in our lives every single day. Yeah, 100%, I love that. So
1: the first tip for this episode well, I mean, it's not even really a tip.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I reckon we should call it the first module. Oh, module. module, okay. not, it's, not module. <laughs> it's not
1: really module at all. I'm going
0: to think of the word halfway through the episode and I'm going to blurt it out. So yep. be ready for that. Okay,
1: love that. So I guess the... F- no, oh my God, I've got it. The first pillar. Yes. <laughs> okay, we got it. We got we it. We got it. Okay, <laughs> you guys can... I'm not even going to edit that out. You guys can have our process. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> this-, this is just behind the scenes of how we... Come up with each episode. Exactly. Isabel and I spitting off words until we find the right one. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs)
0: So the first pillar of wellness
1: is prioritizing seven to eight hours of sleep. Now, this is obviously probably pretty basic to a very large level, because obviously you've probably had it drilled into you that sleep is so important, but we're actually going to go through a little bit more detailed of why sleep is so important and then also the details around sleeping.
0: Yeah. And at the same time, like, yes, we're always told that sleep is really important, but I think it's also one of the first things to go for people. Like if you have a really busy time coming up or you've just had a really busy period in your life, chances are you've probably, you know, lost an hour of sleep each night. And it's just, you know, we think that, oh, I can just do a little bit less, a little bit less. Like even I find myself doing this a little bit less. But the difference between having six hours of sleep and having a good seven and a half hours of sleep really does have a big impact
1: yeah it has a massive impact and just to go quickly through sleep when you are busy I feel like sleep is the biggest I mean we put it first for a reason sleep is one of the biggest things that's going to actually help you to get everything done I mean if you're busy obviously you probably have a lot to get done it's going to help you get everything done so it improves your concentration and your productivity which is essential essentially if you're essential <laughs> essentially <laughs> it's, it's essential a, it's guys essentially <laughs> essential. um if you are so busy it promotes good mental health keeps a healthy immune system so you're not getting sick obviously if you're busy sustaining good mental health and a healthy immune system is so important so it actually has so many benefits and getting a good amount of sleep i mean personally i feel like you can just relate it back to your own personal experiences if i don't get enough sleep I genuinely am not the most pleasant person to be around. My anxiety levels skyrocket. I will feel like shit for no reason. Just because I haven't gotten enough sleep, it's actually so prevalent in your everyday life. And if you're listening to this right now and you've gotten a low amount of sleep or you're not sleeping as well right now, you probably can relate to this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you're looking to actually prioritize your sleep, there's probably a few things that you can think about to just sleep a a bit better at night. Um, One of these things is is actually having a nighttime routine and kind of signaling to your brain that it is time to wind down. Because if you're just going from working straight to bed your brain's not going to know what's going on it's it's like oh I thought we were doing work and now we're all of a sudden trying to get to sleep yeah so whether that's something like even just brushing your teeth right that can just be the thing that's you know you do this and then it means you're going to bed or reading it like I read a book every single night before bed you know even if I've had a busy day because that 15 minutes is what signals to me that it's time to go to sleep
1: yeah and I think that adding on from this as well limiting your time on social media at night is massive. If you are somebody, me... Who scrolls (laughs) on social media before you go to sleep. This is probably one of the worst things you could do. And I wanted to bring social media up in this episode as well because social media is also very relevant to being busy. If you look at your screen time, there's probably, let's just say, a few good hours Mm. in that potentially where you could actually be putting that into something else.
0: Yeah, and use the tools that you have available on the phones now. Like you can set a screen... uh, like a screen limit for your Instagram Um, even just breaking the habit of taking your phone into bed with you make it a rule that your phone I've heard someone do this once and I've actually started giving it a go where if you're on your phone in your room you have to be standing up And if you're sitting down, then it means that you can't be on your phone. And it's made such a difference because it's, you know, it It forces you to really consider whether you need to be on your phone because if you are, then you have to stand up.
1: Yeah, completely. So I think that implementing a good nighttime routine to let your body know that it's actually time to rest is going to be so important. And sleep, like Taylor said at the start, is genuinely so easy to neglect, but it is one of the biggest pillars to wellness and your sleep will affect everything every single thing and it links to every single thing. So it is
0: so important. Absolutely. Um. So pillar two, pillar two, don't neglect your nutrition. So eating well is so important to everything that you do in your life. Like honestly, if you are eating well, then it's going to boost your energy. It's going to boost your immunity. You're going to concentrate better. You're going to feel better. It just links into every single part of your life. And especially if you're busy, if you're working a lot, studying, trying to focus on lots of different things. Eating well can be one of the first things to actually fall off. Um, you know, you just go for the easy options.
1: I think that all of these pillars of wellness, even though they are so basic, we can so easily neglect them. And I think that's why we wanted to bring them up because even the people that are the most well and that actually put the most energy into being their best selves, sometimes neglect these. Mm. And I think that they are so, so important. And in terms of, like you said, in terms of nutrition, healthy snacks, even, you know, sometimes you can just grab a snack and you're like, I'm so hungry right now, I'm so busy, I know this has 15 grams of sugar in it and it's not even good for me and it has no nutrition but I need a snack right now. And
0: it's all I have in the house.
1: Exactly and what that's going to do is actually decrease your energy because you're going to have a massive energy crash rather than if you're eating good balanced whole foods that's going to sustain your energy all throughout the day. Mm. So nutrition is awesome honestly so key and ways to do this obviously queen of
0: meal prepping oh my god okay preparation when it comes to nutrition is honestly the biggest thing right if you don't have the foods in your house that you need to eat well then you're not going to eat well you're either going to order takeaway or you're going to eat the shitty foods that are in your house yeah so if you're currently struggling to actually keep up good nutrition whilst you're busy make it a priority to get your groceries, right? Whether that's ordering them, like you can order them online and get them delivered to your house and you don't even have to go to the grocery store. Yeah, make it easy. Actually have those foods in your house that are going to support good nutrition goals, right? The other thing is spending like an hour meal prepping on a Sunday and you can make this so easy. Like try not to overcomplicate it. When I'm really busy, basically all I do is I prepare three carb sources, three protein sources, and then make sure I have some snacks and stuff ready. Like and I might maybe prepare some veggies. veggies. Yeah. yeah. And it's then you can honestly just use that during the week and throw it all together.
1: Exactly. So examples of this, you might decide to cook up some rice and you might decide to cook up some pasta. And then for your protein sources, you might have some chicken and you might have some... Even like you might have cans of tuna, which you don't even need to prepare that.
0: I've been having, Um, yeah, tuna like all of this week. Tuna
1: is so easy. It is so so, such a good source of protein when you actually don't have the time.
0: Yeah. Um, Sometimes you can look at meal prep recipes on social media and they look really good and everything, but it's almost just intimidating to actually think of having the time to make them.
1: Yeah, because I think that some people when they meal prep, they actually make the full meal and they're probably people with more time and they're probably people that even do social media creation as a living potentially Mm. so therefore they're showing all these extravagant recipes but i think that really if you stick to doing the main protein sources the main carb sources or choosing an easy protein source like tuna that you can just keep in your pantry or wherever you want to keep it and then maybe roasting some veggies or just cooking some veggies up so that
0: you have them as well that's gonna like that is essentially all you need to do and don't underestimate the power of a wrap or a sandwich like just get some bread get some tuna ham whatever you want like just put it into a sandwich it doesn't have to be hard I think the theme of this is just make it as simple as possible like don't give yourself extra mental work just make it easy
1: yeah I think that that's really really important to make it simple and just to make sure that you're actually prioritizing all these things because when your energy is good you're going to be more productive you're going to feel better throughout the day like this is all just tips on how to feel better essentially yeah so the next pillar of wellness is finding sustainable and fun ways to move your body
0: i love this point so so much yeah. um because i think that this is one of my biggest like it's honestly a non-negotiable i will get outside and do something at least once a day because yeah. Movement has such a big role in like increasing your endorphins, reducing your stress, having more energy. It'll help you sleep better. It'll improve your concentration. It, it
1: links to everything.
0: It just flows onto so many different parts. And I think it doesn't have to be a lot like Isabel and I obviously, you know, preach about the gym and stuff. We love going to the gym, but movement can be really simple. Get out for a walk, go for a run, do some Pilates, you know, watch a YouTube video at home that's going to help you dance, you know, get your ten. Thousand steps through dancing or something like that.
1: Yeah, anything you want. Even if it's playing sport, I feel like sport is so underrated. I went the other day and I played tennis and I was thinking to myself, I'm probably running around so much right now, but I'm not even noticing because all I'm focusing on is hitting the ball. And it's literally this form of movement for my body, which is so good for me. But that's actually not what I'm focused on at all. I'm just focused on the sport.
0: No. And it's such a good way of connection as well. So I play netball once a week still. And it's just so fun because you get your body moving. You get to actually interact with people that you don't see that often it's just really cool to do it in a different way
1: exactly and especially team sports can be so good like I know my boyfriend and all of his friends have this massive league where they play well not league but they have this massive group chat where they've all put themselves into different teams and like they're all playing basketball together that's so, so cool it's, it's just so cool getting it like making it
0: fun make it
1: fun that's what I mean like sustainable and fun Fun ways, because I think that if you, I mean, Taylor and I love lifting weights. We genuinely love lifting weights. That is actually probably our preferred. I mean, is that your preferred form of movement? Yeah, yeah. That's both of our generally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is both of our preferred forms of movement, and I just love the gym. Like wholeheartedly love the gym, and for any of my gym girls out there you will relate but some people genuinely hate the gym they actually don't like lifting weights they don't find it fun they don't find it enjoyable and for them going to reform a pilates three times a week is the way to go mm. you know what i mean and that is so fine as well you don't have to go by one person's form of movement make it sustainable if you hate going to the gym you might go for two weeks and then realize that you're probably not going to be able to keep that up for the rest of the year
0: and the biggest thing when you're busy is actually when you are using this time, you do want to enjoy it. So try and make it something that you can enjoy. And also, it's a good opportunity to habit stack as well, because if I think about the times that I'm going out for a walk or I'm going to the gym, a lot of the time when I'm in the gym, I'm actually listening to a podcast or yeah. if I'm out for a walk, I'm replying to messages, things like that. So sometimes you need the movement to actually just clear your mind, but sometimes you can use it as a way to kill two birds with one stone, like you're moving your body and and you're also getting these things done that you need to get done, which is really good when you're busy.
1: Yeah, yep, 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 a hundred percent. And I love that so so much. And then obviously you're going to feel better. You're going to release your endorphins. You're going to reduce your stress, and that's going to be the most important thing when you are busy, making sure you don't burn out and things like that
0: yep exactly so moving on to pillar four we have create a short mindfulness routine and I feel like mindfulness is so so important but it's also something that I know that I often put on the back burner when I get busy
1: I think that so many people put mindfulness on the back burner or they just think oh that's a load of shit I don't really care about that
0: yeah even I think it was last week or the week before I was talking about the fact that I basically didn't journal for the whole of March and then I started again in April and it made me feel so much better but it was something that just fell you know fell off the first opportunity that it had I think as
1: well when you're really busy and you're already feeling overwhelmed with things kind of the last thing you feel like doing and it's so funny because mindfulness is so good for this but the last thing you feel like doing is sitting there
0: And meditating, I'm feeling like you're doing, you're like, I could use this 10 minutes to be working or doing something else. And you're just, yeah. Even that, or
1: even it just feels like a lot of mental energy. It just feels Mm. like a lot of effort. If you are so busy and you're running around all day and you finally get home and you're like, okay, now time for 10 minutes of meditation. You're probably like, no, I just want to sit here and scroll on social media or I want to do something else. But creating, and this routine, this mindfulness routine can be so short. Like when I say it can be three minutes if you want it to be right it can be and we've have a little list of things that it can be because these are all different forms of mindfulness you can journal you can have a literal three minute journaling routine if you want answer two prompts Mm. i don't care like anything is better than nothing meditation you can do a five minute meditation
0: two minute meditation two
1: minute meditation whatever you need to do literally you can do yoga yoga is really good or stretching forms of movement that are also mindfulness breath work talk about this all the time breath work is so good it's also a very good thing to release anxiety and stress gratitude literally list three things you're grat- grateful for you can do that in 15 seconds
0: think of it in your head whilst you're brushing your teeth think of the three things that you're grateful for yeah. it, it really once again habit stacking like it's really gonna be something small that can make such a big difference yeah um, and also silence like if sometimes i know for me especially there's so many thoughts running through my head that i actually just need to sit in silence and allow the thoughts to come up and just kind of pass through it's almost yeah. like i hear them but then i just release them and that silence it does so much in creating more clarity i think just in the long run
1: yeah i definitely agree with that and i think that mindfulness in general some of the benefits it helps you to really anchor in the present this is so important in this world of busyness of social media of all the things being in the present is something we actually lack we really lack Mm. even if you're doing something you're probably thinking about something else right and mindfulness can just help with this it helps to enhance your relationships it helps you to actually observe your thoughts the other day i was having somewhat of a mental breakdown i was just going, my thoughts were just absolutely spinning, and I was sitting. <laughs> this is so tame, but I was sitting on the toilet and I was having a bit of a freak out moment.
0: Oh right? my God, we all have it.
1: Right? <laughs> and I was just like, well, just observe your thoughts right now. Like just actually take a step back and observe your thoughts as if you aren't them because something to realize is you genuinely aren't your thoughts and thoughts evoke emotion and emotion fills the body and then your body will have a freak out, right? But when you can actually learn to detach from your thoughts, this is so powerful and you can learn this practice through mindfulness, through I think specifically meditation, but all of them actually contribute.
0: Mm, I think a really big one with this as well is actually the relationship piece because if you're always doing, doing, doing and you're not actually – allowing yourself to connect with your own thoughts, then I think it really impacts the way that you show up to your relationships with other people because you're going to go into conversations with other people in your life and you're still going to be subconsciously processing these thoughts that you've been trying to tell yourself. And so you're not actually present in the moment with the conversation with the people that you're talking to. You're actually kind of in your own little world because your brain's just using this opportunity to actually connect with the thoughts that you're trying to have.
1: Yeah, this actually happens to me all the time. Sometimes I'm talking it, it's mostly sorry, to my boyfriend, but it's mostly with <laughs> it's mostly with my boyfriend because obviously I will see him after an, a long no. Yeah, I will see him after a long day. So if I've been really busy and then I see him I will be still processing all of my thoughts and feelings and emotions and I'll be feeling a certain way and then sometimes he'll be talking and I'll just be completely in my own head Mm. so I think this is
0: so so true even I find myself sometimes trying to rush through conversations with other people just because I know that I have these other thoughts that I want to go to or these other things that I want to do so I think if you can connect to yourself outside of your time with other people then it actually will allow you to strengthen your relationships by being present by actually having a conscious conversation with them and not just answering yes when you think they want you to answer yes (laughs) yeah and when you're busy
1: adding in a really like i said it can be so short if you can do a non-negotiable everyday mindfulness it will probably change your life and it can be in the morning or at night or whenever it could be on your lunch break at work like literally whenever
0: yep Our final pillar is planning out your week and having a weekly reset routine and this is honestly one of the biggest things that I find keeps me on track when I'm so busy. If I go into a week and I don't know what's going on, I'm unsure what's coming up, I haven't actually prepared myself, it creates so much overwhelm, so much stress for me, whereas if I take five minutes on a Sunday, right... Sit down, look at my schedule, put things in, work out when my non-negotiables are actually going to be done um, or at least have a rough time for them then it just gives so much more clarity. And this isn't something that has to be set in stone, right? I will plan out my week, but it's not something that's unmovable. I'll just at least have a time for everything. And then on the day, I can look at what I've got coming up. And if I do want to move something, when it's going to work for me, but it's more just having a rough time of putting it in there, then you're not going to go to your Friday and realize that oh, I haven't gotten any of my workouts in today. I mean, this week, how am I going to get them in all on Friday, Saturday and Sunday? It's actually just preparing a little bit in advance to make your life a bit easier.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that going off this
1: too, making it really simple for yourself. Obviously, these things, some of you might be fully on top of all these things. You might be getting eight hours of sleep every night, your nutrition's on point, you're getting your workouts in and you have a journaling routine every night. Like that, is incredible Mm. that is the aim right but a lot of the time when we're super super busy and we're studying or we're going to school or we're going to work or we're doing all the things you actually will probably be neglecting one of the areas so if you're just neglecting one of the areas and you've listened to this podcast and been like Mm, yep I actually am picking up a lot of sugary snacks because I'm actually not meal prepping maybe that's something you're going to add in or whether it's prioritizing sleep more because you're like "Mm, I'm only getting really six hours at the moment I probably should get more whether it's one or maybe you have been neglecting all of these habits and you need Mm. to add them all in make it as simple as possible so when you're doing this kind of weekly reset you're actually going into it saying how can I do these things because when you're a busy person and then and you're, you're listening to this episode and you're hearing about all these different pillars of wellness that you need to achieve. And you're probably thinking, how the hell am I going to do that? I'm mm-hmm. already so busy. How am I going to start to do all of these things? Make it really easy for yourself. Spend one hour somewhere meal prepping yeah for the start of the week on your monday spend one minute doing a gratitude routine make it really really simple it doesn't have to be difficult but if you can master all of these things your life trust me is going to be so much better. So much better.
0: So much better. And I think it really comes down to just taking the next step that you know you need to take. So if you're looking at these four pillars and you're trying to work out what you actually need to do, which area of your life needs the most improvement right now? And what action do you have to take to actually improve in that area of your life? You don't have to do all of these at once. Honestly, all of them are going to impact each other. So you're going to, if you can start moving your body more, then it's going to improve your sleep. It's also going to improve your Mindfulness, they all are kind of interlinked. So don't.
1: Yeah, I know that sleep has a big correlation with how much you crave sugar. So, therefore, that's going to affect your nutrition.
0: Exactly. So So, don't feel like you have to actually go and, you know, do each. If you're doing none of this right now, right, don't feel like you go, you have to all of a sudden implement all of of these things at once just start with one thing Work out what you need the most yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and
0: then go with that
1: yeah a hundred percent so hopefully this has helped you even just maybe do a little bit of a data collection in your brain of like what am I actually neglecting at the moment because chances are you actually might be neglecting something or if you're if all of this is so pristine for you how can I fine-tune it how can my nutrition be absolutely killing the game how can i be getting eight hours of sleep religiously every single night how can i be moving my body in new and exciting and fun ways you can always i feel like up level even the two of us we can up level in these areas Mm. and these are something to always come back to and always up level
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode today. Um, If you haven't, could you please rate this podcast and let us know if you liked this episode. Um, And we would absolutely love seeing your story shares as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And otherwise, we hope you have an incredible week and we'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.